This is The Podlight, a podcast by San Jose Spotlight dedicated to independent political and business reporting. I'm your host, editor Nick Preciado. On today's show, we're discussing the county's process for picking new political boundaries, as well as efforts to reopen a long-closed private park in Milpitas. The Santa Clara County Board of Supervisors is in the process of selecting a new map of political boundaries, and residents and special interests are weighing in on their preferences. Joining me now to discuss this is senior reporter Eli Wolf. How's it going, Eli? Good, Nick. So, Eli, first off, what is redistricting? Yeah, so basically redistricting is a process that occurs every 10 years where political boundaries are redrawn to account for a population change. So Santa Clara County's population grew by almost 9% this past decade, but not evenly across the districts, so uh, some redrawing is necessary. And uh, that process is pretty significant because it can affect, uh, you know, who residents are represented by, uh, you know, in terms of their uh, elected officials. And um, it can change, uh, you know, local political dynamics by giving certain groups um, more influence uh, by moving them around different districts. Okay. And so the supervisors are currently looking at about three maps uh, to decide these boundaries for the next decade. Tell us about these maps. Yeah. So there are a bunch of maps in the mix, but um, uh, they have decided to consider three of them. These are known as the yellow, purple, and the equal and equitable 2.0 map, also called EE 2.0. Um, there's some pretty broad similarities between the maps. Um, they all preserve a majority-minority Asian Pacific Islander district. Um, they would all unify Sunnyvale. Um, but there are a couple significant differences between them. Um, and probably the biggest, I would say, is where they place Los Gatos and Almondin Valley. I see. And could you just expand on, on that for us? Where, where are they trying to place them that they're uh, not now? Right. So uh, right now they are part of District 1 and um, they would potentially be split off uh, from District 1 under uh, a couple of these proposals or specifically under uh, the yellow map, uh, Los Gatos and Albaden Valley would be split off from District 1. Um, and I think we're going to talk about it a little more later, but you know, this would be a pretty significant change because um, they lend quite a bit of uh, conservative support to um, South County, which is the bulk of District 1. And uh, which I think has helped to, uh, you know, keep it uh, traditionally red leaning uh, over the last, uh, you know, in recent history. I see. And where do supervisors stand when it comes to these maps? Yeah. So Mike Wasserman and Joe Simidian, um, you know, they voted against the proposal for these three maps. Um, generally, it seems like they favor the EE 2.0 map. Um, Wasserman specifically cited concerns about the yellow map, noting that it has a pitchfork shape. Um, and the fact that it would start out with a high population deviation, which basically is referring to, you know, a, a population imbalance, which could grow worse down the line. Um, Simidian favors the EE 2.0 map too, uh, but he's concerned about unifying Sunnyvale. And he was making an argument that having two reps instead of one actually helps, uh, you know, Sunnyvale uh, have, you know, a proper amount of influence, you know, as uh, Santa Clara County's second biggest city. Um, Cindy Chavez and Susan Ellenberg seem to favor the yellow map, but I think that they want to take some time to consider a lot of the public comments that came in about the map. Um, and, and something to bear in mind here too, is that, you know, when they move forward in uh, future hearings, they're potentially going to be taking, um, bits and pieces from different maps to create one that, you know, has things that they can all agree on. So they're, the, the final map is going to look potentially significantly different from the, uh, three that they were considering this week. What do residents have to say about these maps? During the public comments portion of the meeting this week, um, it was pretty dominated by a lot of people who were um, voicing opposition to the yellow map. 
Um, there were a lot of folks, uh, especially from the Los Gatos and Almondon Valley area, who were um, expressing support for keeping those two areas together. Um, and a lot of people who also wanted to keep both of those areas out of District 1, which, like I mentioned before, has been a you know traditionally more conservative district. Um, there were also a couple folks who were claiming that, you know, there was a political uh, reason for having the, you know, these two uh, areas be split off. Um, but, you know, there were also some folks who spoke up in favor of the yellow map, um, and they specifically cited the fact that it helps represent low income and socioeconomically disadvantaged people in the county. Um, and, you know, as part of that argument, they were bringing up the fact that, uh, you know, the assertion that this map would also help address uh historical inequities created by redlining. I see. Well, some of those things sound like it would involve uh, equity or just bringing equality to some people in the community. So what's the controversy surrounding this yellow map, which I, I believe was also referred to previously as the unity map? Right. So the, the background of the, of the unity map or the yellow map is that, you know, it was um, created and advanced by a coalition of um, labor groups and civil rights groups in Santa Clara County. Um, like I said, the backers, you know, say that it will help marginalized communities in the county receive more equitable representation. Um, you know, some of the opponents of this map have claimed that it's, um, you know, that aside from the fact that they don't like that it's splitting uh, Los Gatos and Almaden Valley from District 1, diluting conservative power. Um, you know, they've also uh, claimed that, you know, this would also potentially exclude a couple candidates from the District 1 supervisor race. Um so, you know, again, this sort of backs their assertion that, you know, it's a, it's politically motivated. But, you know, Jeffrey Buchanan from Silicon Valley Rising Action has pointed out that it's actually illegal to take voting records into consideration when you're redistricting. So he, he claims that this is a false assertion. Um, and, you know, he's also argued, uh, you know, that basically the opponents of the map haven't done their homework on this. Um, he, he has said that, you know, socioeconomic data shows that there's not just much of a meaningful connection between Los Gatos and Almaden Valley with the rest of South County. And that's, you know, part of the reason why, you know, they're, they're suggesting that they be split off. Interesting. Now, when will supervisors make a final decision on, uh, I guess, on one map? Um, so there's going to be at least one more meeting this month where supervisors will probably try to winnow down the three maps they've selected. Um, but they're obligated to make a final decision by December 15th. So we, we should know next month where it finally stand. Hi, I'm Ramona Guiwargas, CEO and co-founder of San Jose Spotlight. And I'm Josh Bruce, Executive Director and co-founder of San Jose Spotlight. San Jose Spotlight is a community-supported, nonprofit news organization fueled by readers and listeners like you. You can support our work by becoming a sustaining member with a monthly or annual donation on our website, sanjosespotlight.com. And if you make a tax-deductible donation today, it will be matched dollar for dollar as part of our end-of-year fundraising campaign, Newsmatch. Give now, give nonprofit. A private park in Milpitas called Dragon Mountain has been dormant since 2019, following orders from the county to shut it down. The park's owner has struggled to reopen and says the county is stonewalling the process. Joining me now to talk about this is reporter Tron Nguyen. How's it going, Tron? Good. Thank you for having me. So in your reporting for this story, you actually got to go up and see Dragon Mountain. Tell us what it was like. Yeah. So this is a huge property, um, 360 acre um, of land. Um, it's kind of a hybrid of a park and a trail system where um, the peak is almost as high as the Mission Peak in Fremont. Um, and it's a much easier hike. Um, the landscape and you know there's structure there um there's table a bathroom the 
you know, the hike was just really beautiful um, and it's overlooking Silicon Valley. Um, it was just a really uh, beautiful place where this uh, property owner, Keith Ngall, um, has invested millions of dollars in um, his idea is to have a place where not only the Vietnamese community um, in South Bay, but the whole um, Silicon Valley could come up here and be with the nature and appreciate um, cultural aspect from the Vietnamese culture and religion. So they have statues um, of heroic figures in Vietnamese uh, history and folklore, um, but also uh, religious statues um, of Buddhism and Catholicism um, up there. Um, when this park um, was open, um, the Ngol said that, you know, people would come up there and have picnic, have lunch, hike after work, and on weekends, um, people would bring up food and just really just, you know, hang out there for the whole day um, because of how peaceful and how beautiful this place is. No, it sounds nice. So the county shut it down in 2019. What reasons did the county give for ordering it to be shut down? Yeah, so the property owner said the county um, has been difficult with him since the beginning when he first bought the, the land in 2014. Um, county document um, show that, you know, the county cited um, a couple of violations um, of this property in 2015 and then in 2017. Um, but things really escalated in early 2019 when county official actually ordered this place to shut down. They cut the electricity, fined the property owner $1,000 per day um, for the violation that they said, which include um, the lack of uh, building permit, the lack of a permit to construct a driveway. Um, they said he also lacked permit to um, open up this place to the to the public, um, etc. Um, there's a long list. Um, when the county officially sent um, you know the citation down to the property, it's a long list of issues, um, including those issue, but also you know um, things like. Um, they were serving food um, that was uh, supposedly not allowed. Um, they install um, a specific type of door um, or, you know, they lacking in signage and stuff like that. What does the owner have to say about this and, and dealing with these issues with the county and trying to get Dragon Mountain back open? Sure. So, like I said, he he's claimed that the county has been difficult since the beginning. Um, documents that we review show that he did apply for a construction permit in 2015. He also applied for a permit to open this park up to the public in 2018. Um, but he said that those applications never did go anywhere. Um, and now that the property is shut down, um, he said the county continued to stonewalling efforts to remedy these issues. Uh, he has hired a consultant company and lawyers to work with the county, but two years has passed and little progress has been made. Um, he said that the county, since shutting down his, uh, the Dragon Mountain, um, has offered very little guidance um, and how to uh, fix these issues. Um, county official only met with his team once in 2019. 
um, and when the team came back with an abatement plan in, and to and a plan to update permits in 2020, um, county officials came back with um, you know a list of 77 other questions and requirements for wow. um, environmental studies that was previously not mentioned um, in the previous. Uh, it was not mentioned previously. Um, so the, the property owner and his team has now submitted another plan um, in June this year, and they're waiting to hear back um, from the county about it. Wow, that's a real mess of problems. What does the county have to say in response to the claims from this property owner? So uh, county officials in the Parks and Planning Department uh, declined to comment because of the pending enforcement action uh, we also reached out to the county executive, uh, Jeff Smith, about this. Um, they said they will look into it, but end up deciding to not comment. Um, we also talked to Supervisor Otto Lee, um, whose, whose district um, is where this park is located. Um, and he said he doesn't know anything about the mountain, the Dragon Mountain, um, nor the issues that facing Ngo, Um but he said he has um, asked for a report from the county executive office and the county council office, um, and we'll keep continue to follow this issue um, when those report uh, come to Audley. Definitely. Well, thank you for this, Tron. I really appreciate that. That's it for this episode of The Podlight, a podcast produced by San Jose Spotlight, the city's first nonprofit news organization dedicated to independent reporting. I'm editor Nick Preciado. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Thank mm-hmm. you.